Hey demons, welcome back to Devilish. Uh, this is our little side series where we do Am I the Asshole threads on Reddit because a lot of podcasters do it and why the fuck not. So, last... For funsies. For funsies. Um, Ash is still at work, but uh, it's the weekend. She's a tattoo artist. Yeah, it's pretty obvious why. Um, So, it's... You know, just us. It's me, Nita. And Sammy. Yep. And we are going to be your hellish host for the evening. Um, in our Am I the Asshole uh, second episode. Yeah, um, just a recap from last week. Or last recording, whenever I decide to put these out. Um, just a recap. We haven't been recording for the last couple of months. Like, two months because everything's been kind of chaotic for us. We've been super busy, just, you know, day-to-day life stuff. We're going to get better, we promise. We pinky promise. Oh, yeah. And pinky promise. we are already planning out some cool new stuff. We actually have some listener stories episodes coming out. I am so excited about those. And I really encourage you guys, like, to check us out on our website, Devilish. Sorry, devilishpodcast.squarespace.com. We have an email form on there. And, like, email us your stories. We want to hear them and we want to tell them to people. If you don't want to go on the website, that's lame. But (laughs) you you can also just email us at devilishlypodcast uh, at gmail.com. And I promise you, I will respond to your emails. Like, we can have a nice little chat. Chat it out, you know. We want to hear from you guys. Um, I also didn't get a chance to say because we weren't recording when it happened, but we've reached over 100 downloads. I think we're like 118 right now, which to only have like three full episodes out is so crazy to me that like 100 downloads, over 100 downloads, it's like... God, like, <laughs> you just want to be like, oh, I hope they're not just listening to this and be like, these fucking idiots right? the whole time. Um, I know. But we just, like, we love you guys and we just want to share cool stuff with you and, like, hang out and, you know, chat. Um, so it would really mean a lot to us if you guys, you know, ever wanted to email, uh, like, stories or even just say hi. Also, um... Don't bully us. Please don't. I am <laughs> fragile. <laughs> My heart can't take it. Um, what the fuck was I gonna say? I was gonna say something I completely forgot what it was. I've had a very long day. It's been a very... Uh, I've had a very long year. <laughs> which has also been super short. It's a, been a long, like, three years. Yes, it has been a long, like, three years. Hold on a sec. You know, I've seen, like... People talk about on, like, forums where they're, like, 45 minutes into a podcast. So, guys, let's just jump right into it. <laughs> but I kind of expect that in podcasts because I kind of just like to listen to what they've got kind of going on in their lives. It kind of makes people feel a little bit more human. Mm-hmm. Like, so just, you're listening to the radio, it's like somebody's just talking about their day-to-day life. I can tell you guys, my day-to-day life is, uh... Yeah. Mine really. is dogs. Hers One is dogs. 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 <laughs> Sharks a dog grooming shop, and it's dogs all day long. My day all day long is uh, idiots. 
<laughs> oh, shit. Y you're not wrong. I work in an office and there's a lot of aggressive typing and passive aggressive emails. And per my last email, um, <laughs> yeah. Gotta love corporate America and getting paid shit to do too much work. We are just. Uh, our our dog Ruby is staring at one of our cats, and he no, is just something. Yeah, it sounded like a horn outside. Okay. Like traffic. We live right next to a pretty busy road, and people drive like psychopaths down that road. We live in like a a really small town, and there are always cops. Like way too much cops. What's going on? It's probably just people driving like morons. Okay, so I'm going to start us off this time. Uh, Sammy started off last time, so we're just kind of flip-flopping. And like I said last time, if you may not have listened, but I hope you do. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. I was going to say that I know some of these podcast sites, Spotify, I think iTunes, probably Google Podcasts, um, they all have an option to leave reviews. So, I don't, I don't have any, like, way to look at the reviews. Like, I don't, I don't see what people say on there. I just see the reviews when I look at our profile on those things. Please leave reviews. If they're hurtful, don't. I'm sure your mama told you if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. But, you know, if you want to leave a review, you know, do so. We would appreciate feedback. So yeah, I'm going to jump right into it. I say, well, we've only been recording for six minutes, so whatever. I can say what I want. Basically how we do this is I picked out some of these Reddit posts. And some of them are definitely, OP is definitely the asshole. Some are, there's no asshole, like no assholes here, everybody's fine. And then there's ones that's like, everybody's a fucking asshole. Nobody made it out. Do you want me to keep your mic muted? She's currently munching on chips and cheese dip, so she's gonna stay muted until I finish a story, and then she'll- I'll unmute her. Here at Devilish, we are very staunch advocates for both mental health, mental health awareness, mental health advocacy, that's with, you know, men, women, um, our Jindy Nooch pals, like everybody, we really stress the importance of mental health. This one I felt was kind of important because it's kind of a it's kind of a difficult subject to deal with, and you kind of got to think from everybody's perspective in it. Uh, it is by Throwaway Advice two three two three six, and the title is "Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend that being depressed is not an excuse for being lazy?" The way you just looked at me was the same way I looked at this whenever <laughs> I first pulled it up, because. I was like, you're not, you're not starting off well, my guy. I, 29, have always supported my girlfriend, 23. We've been together for four years now and lived together for one. She's always had anxiety as well as depression, where some months are worse than others. I have supported her through all of this and understand it's very hard for her. In January, she lost her job due to the current world circumstances. Um, this was posted a couple of years ago, three years ago, so this is in the height of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. By March, she hit a low point with not eating as much, crying irritability, typical traits of depression. 
I've comforted her as much as possible in taking care of everything. However, at the beginning of June, I was allowed back to work, and since, the house has fallen to shambles. I'm too tired by the time I come home to do anything, even cook. Most nights we order takeout, and on the rare occasion, she makes food. The floors aren't being washed. Hoovering isn't being done. That's vacuuming. Uh, laundry is a mountain, and dishes are everywhere. I try to keep on top of it, but with work, it's almost impossible. She is home all day. She lies in bed till late afternoon, watches Netflix, eats bowls of cereal, and naps. That's about it. I have a question. Okay. Did my girlfriend write this about me? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know each other You're not that a huge, long ago. I mean, I've never... I feel attacked because I was unemployed because of my depression and shit for a minute. So, like, this dude's an asshole. Okay, continue. Okay. I've tried to gently coax her to do more, and she says she'll get to it, but never does. I finally snapped, told her I was sick of her doing nothing all day and leaving the housework to me. That if she's here and I'm working, she needs to be pulling her weight. She got upset and said that she wants to, but she can never find the motivation, that she's tired all the time. I said I understood she was depressed, but it wasn't an excuse to do nothing and be lazy. No one likes housework, but I won't take any more excuses about it. She needs to start doing it or leave. Wow. Next day, I come home to a clean house and a note from her saying she was sorry and is going to stay with her mother. Her mom helped her clean before they left. I tried calling, but she wouldn't pick up. When I rang the house, her mother answered and had a lot to say. She was furious, telling me how, telling me about how she's struggling and I'm making her worse, that I should be supporting her, not ignoring that she's in a bad place, and so on. I was told my girlfriend has been crying all day in her bedroom and I feel awful. I never wanted to hurt her. I just snapped. I tried to get her mother to give my girlfriend the phone, but she wouldn't speak to me. It feels like a lose-lose situation. On one hand, I know depression results in lack of motivation and cleanliness. And on the other, I can't stand to see our home in such chaos. I've never had depression, so I can't say for sure how truly bad it is. That's why I find it more difficult to 100% empathize. Am I the asshole for telling her depression is an excuse? Extra info. She has a therapist and talks regularly with them. Her depression is worse since losing her job. Usually she's quite clean and tidy. We don't usually have this issue. She's looking for a job despite depression, etc. I have enough money to support us both in the meantime. There is an update to this, but I want to hear your thoughts before we get in on this. Because this, it's kind of hard. I've honestly been on both sides of this. Um, and it's not easy for anybody. Like, it's not easy on any side, but the comments are pretty mixed, too, honestly. Like, I get it to a point. First of all, what's it like to not ever have had depression? I need to know, because... That's crazy. How? First of all, especially in this fucking country. If you're, Well, they might not be in America. Just this world, though. This world. This, yeah, how have you made it this far without depression? Mm-hmm. Not to be that way, but... I mean, I don't want to say that they may just be denying that they have depression, but also it's kind of concerning that they just snapped on her like that. However, if you get to a point where you're upset enough, you know, I can understand, but well, yeah, if you're at that age, you should be able to calmly sit down and have a conversation with someone. I understand. Well, I mean, you're 29 dating a 23-year-old. Yeah. So, like, you're at different, like... Which, yeah, so there's a six-year difference, and 
At almost 30 years old, you should have been able to learn to communicate. She's obviously going through something. She obviously does need support. And monetary support is not the support that she needs. You can't, I'm not saying to support somebody who is going through a depressive episode to just let them be depressed. You know, like, oh, well, if they want to live, you know, dirty, they're depressed, let them do it. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying you can gently encourage someone to, or help them, help them. And me and Sammy leave the house at 8 in the morning, and we don't get home until 8 p.m., if not later. So when we come home, we are exhausted. Sammy, bless her heart, still goes and cooks dinner. Like, she still makes sure that we have dinner, we're fed, and sometimes we may eat to, like eat it maybe like 11 you know it might be a little bit late we may both just eat and then crash and go to bed you know but just being an adult we live like 40 minutes from the city we work in traffic in the city we work in there are various variables i guess you could say like yeah you're exhausted the last thing i want to do when i come home is clean my house like i don't even want to breathe when i come home i just want to like Find a dark hole to crawl (laughs) into and just, like, I don't want lights on. I don't want to hear noise. I want to seize being for just a little bit just to recover. So I understand in that aspect of coming home and being, like, the house isn't going to get clean unless I do it. But I don't understand, you know, just, like, like, letting it build up, letting the frustration and anger build up to a point where you snap on someone. And that's what I find concerning. Yeah. At this point in time, I don't, this poster didn't say if they were male or female. And I don't want to assume that they're either gender. That's fair. However, emotional intelligence is a thing. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what gender you are or if you're agender, emotional intelligence should be learned by 30 years old. Just having like, It's tiring, but, you know, the crying all day, the motivation to even get out of bed, it is a struggle. Yeah. She's dealing with her own demons, losing her job. The pandemic was so devastating mentally for so many people. Absolutely. And her having a therapist is great. It's fantastic. But some people need more than just a therapist. Like, I don't know if she's medicated or not. Like, that's her business. Like... Not everybody wants to be. That's cool, too. But just a therapist sometimes isn't enough, you know? So, like, it still could be, like, and is, like, apparently still so bad that, like, she just cannot physically do it. Like, if you've never had depression, you'll understand that it's not that you don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. It's that you literally just, like... Cannot bring yourself to do it. Executive dysfunction. Just like, your own body works against you. Like, depression isn't just a mental thing. It also affects you physically. Mm -hmm. Like, you have less energy. Some people get, like, migraines and stuff from it. It's not just like, oh, I'm sad and I don't like doing dishes. It's not that. It's that you cannot get up. You are trapped where you are. And her having a therapist, okay, it really blows my mind that OP is like, I've never had depression, yet you're posting this during COVID. You must be made of iron. Or in denial. Or in denial. Which is what I'm guessing. And there's nothing- I've known several people who have 
never had depression or never had anxiety. So I I'm uh, doing air quotes. Yeah. By the way. Um quote unquote. Yeah. I was actually one of those people that I thought, um, despite my awful traumatic childhood, I had made it out relatively unscathed. And it wasn't <laughs> until I started therapy and like I had my downward spiral in two thousand and twenty and it wasn't because of the pandemic. It was just like other circumstances that, you know, I couldn't, I didn't even want to like, if I was in traffic and a vehicle was coming towards me, I couldn't guarantee that I would move out of the way. And I've never been that person. And that scared me. So I started therapy (laughs) and then my therapist was like, hey, so, you know, you're like. We should throw a trigger warning on this episode. Definitely. Uh, I'll put that in the uh, content description and everything. Um. And pretty much all of our episodes should come with trigger warnings in some way, shape, or form. But whenever I started talking to my therapist, she was like, Hey, so I uh, just want you to know that you are cripplingly depressed, and I don't know how you've made it this far. And that's why I'm a Wellbutrin. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, like, assume this person is in denial, but I also, right. I don't think that they are totally an asshole. I think that they could have handled it in a better way. Absolutely. I mean, I think they're an asshole, but, like, not as bad as some of them. Not, like, irredeemable. Not like the last guy. The last story I read. The period guy. Yeah, that guy's a fucking asshole. I feel like I need to say, though, that if you know someone really close to you that's obviously suffering from depression, if you don't understand, there's so much material that you can look at to help you understand. And that Mm -hmm. is... That's actually taking it farther than just sitting down and being like i don't suffer from this i don't understand can you try to explain to me how you're feeling Mm -hmm. because anyone who's had depression it's it's universal like we all kind of have the same thing going on but yet everybody's struggle is different pain is relative to the person that is in pain people suffer in different ways so if you notice somebody in your life that is suffering with depression Just try to be there for them. You don't have to push them up a mountain. You don't have to do anything of that. But just showing them that you care for them. Goes a long way. Yeah. And just being there for them. Now, in no way am I telling you to sacrifice your own mental health to do this. Just saying, hey, you know, if you need to talk, I'm here. Like, I care about you. I want you to be healthy and happy. I want to talk to you if you want to talk to me. That sort of thing. So I'm going to read the update now that I blathered on for... 15 minutes about that. <laughs> Alright, this is the update. And this was, I guess, a year year ago. Or, I'm sorry, two years ago because it was, like, three years ago and now it says two years ago. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I realized that the majority of the blame was mine. I never, ever should have called her lazy because that isn't what she is. I lashed out and I shouldn't have. Okay, so, Garadim. She stayed at her mother's for a few days and we eventually met up to talk. I told her how it just got too much for me. And it was no excuse for lashing out, and I apologize. She apologized also, not that she needed to, and we talked a long time about how we can make our relationship work. Alright, okay. See? I can accept this. If... Not that it matters if I accept it, but I can accept this. But also, if you would have had this healthy communication from the beginning, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be, you know... And you know, no one's perfect, and I'm glad that they learned from their mistake. I think it is a very human experience to not be able to, like... To do this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I hope that in the future you learn 
hello, my sweet boy. You learn to, uh, you know, take it a little bit more slow. Mm-hmm. I express my concerns over her therapist, who is very against anything other than talking therapy. She agreed that he didn't seem to really have her best interests at heart, and she is currently looking for someone new. Good for you, girl. That Good. is a big step. For now, I suggested she stops looking for work. She got a lot of rejections, and I could see it was upsetting her more. I just felt we should take a step back from that, and I want her to focus a little more on herself. She was unsure she felt bad that I'd be working for both of us, but I assured her it's fine. I make enough to support us both quite comfortably. I also suggested that maybe she could volunteer at some point just to get her out and get some stuff on her resume. I'm no therapist, so these were just suggestions, but it seemed to have taken some of the pressure off of her, which is all I wanted. Ding, ding, ding. Fucking winner, winner, chicken dinner. Right. Like offering support and then also offering a like a way to work through it and Mm -hmm. an alternative to what she was doing. And some say it's easier to help others than it is to help yourself. So Uh, the volunteering thing I felt was a really good idea. We agreed that being in the apartment all day alone and in bed is not good for her. So we came up with a plan that she'd do an exercise video three times a week. It's only a 10 minute one, the video, just so she's doing something. She's found she likes doing them. They make her feel a bit better after and has started something called yin yoga now too. To help me, she has one chore a day to do. I don't care what it is. It could be dishes or it could just be putting the laundry in the hamper. This rule has at least gotten her out of bed for part of the day. And she's found that once she starts, she sometimes ends up doing more than just one thing. I make sure to show my appreciation for whatever she has done, no matter how small it was. <clears throat> this makes me want to cry a little bit. Healthy relationships. Yes, that is, this is a great update. Yeah, yeah. We've set out that every Sunday we'll have a deep cleaning day where we get everything done for the week. This has been surprisingly successful. We make it fun and just mess around while still getting things done. It makes the week a lot more manageable when we only have light chores to keep on top of. She's trying more, and I am also working on being more supportive about her depression. I'm researching it more and learning ways I can help her because it's part of her. We're both putting more effort in and communicating a lot better. I hope we keep making progress because I do love her very much and I want us to work. Not me getting a little misty-eyed over here over that last bit. (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad that this ended on a good note because that shit... That's really refreshing. It sucks when, you know, um, especially if it's someone you really care about and they just don't understand, so, like, they lash out on you and... Because been there. Right. And just... You know what you're talking about? Oh, more support. Help her. Researching depression. This this person hit all the boxes. I'll, I wouldn't have been salty about it if I would have just kept up with the update. Right. I'm so happy about them. I hope you guys have, like, everything in the world you want. I hope you guys have. Uh, I'm sorry I called you an asshole. <laughs> I think we can all be assholes at times. So it's, oh, yeah, it's understandable. And especially I'm... if you don't understand what somebody else is going through. Absolutely. Sorry that was a little bit longer. I didn't intend it to be that long. It just kind of happened that way. You know. That way. It'd be that way. You want to regalus with a story? (sighs) Absolutely. I gotta stop saying that. (laughs) Positively. (laughs) Affirmatively. Tim Ford, good buddy. This story has an edit at the top, but I'm gonna just skip that for now. This is, am I the asshole for yelling at my parents that their polyamory fucked up my childhood? 
And this is by Deleted. So I guess they no longer have an account? Yeah, they deleted their account. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what was the consensus for this one? I don't know what you mean. Did they think they were an asshole? Oh. I don't know how to tell. Okay, never mind. I don't know anything about Reddit. Yeah, I just sent you two. I just sent you like a link to yeah. it, so. And I, I, I don't read it very often. No, it's so. fine. That's fine. You don't have to explain yourself. Anyway. Anywho. Here we go. I believe it started when I was around six years old. My parents often had, quote, friends, unquote, over to the house. I didn't know they were polyamorous, of course. One day I was outside playing, got hurt, and when I ran inside, I caught my parents making out with some random guy. <laughs> they told me they have an, they have other adults that they love, and it's a completely normal thing. Me being a child just accepted that. Okay. Not seeing a problem here? Right. Uh, they gave up being secretive, and their partners would constantly be around, even joining on outings. I remember that on my 10th birthday, they invited three of their partners, one of who I'd never seen before, and for the rest of the day, my parents just withdrew from my party and hung out with them. I never saw them doing anything explicit again, but they would kiss their partners, hug them, make flirty comments, something that would be normal between parents, but with many, poor, many more people. Sometimes I came home from school and my parents were gone and there was some random adult in our house. Some of them seemed surprised that my parents even had a child. Okay, I'm starting to now get Yeah, I get, I'm starting to understand. <laughs> I always hated it, but since my parents had told me this was normal, I assume many adults probably did similar things That in that it's just an adult thing that all kids hate. Later, they had less partners and eventually seemed to stop. Not that I would know for sure because I moved out at 17. I didn't think about it anymore. A year ago, I started therapy. There's parentheses that says other reasons. Yeah. As usual, the topic of my upbringing came up and it brought back many feelings I wasn't aware of. I realized that although my parents were always good to me, I had never really felt close to any of them and still have a lot of resentment that they made me feel like I had to compete for my parents' attention with the random strangers. A while ago, I visited them and they told me they are going to take part in a documentary about polyamorous families and that the producer would like to include interviews with the children. Oh no! <laughs> so they would love if I could agree and tell everyone that polyam doesn't mess polyam. <laughs> If I could agree and tell everyone polyamory doesn't mess kids up. All my resentment bubbled up and I said that I cannot agree because I would not be able to say anything positive. My parents looked shocked. I had never brought this up before. I had asked why... Or, and asked why I unloaded all that. I always felt pushed aside. We barely had any family time without strangers intruding. It turned into an argument and I became loud and yelled that... The truth is, it did fuck me up, and they shouldn't have had a child if their number one priority was fucking the whole world. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeesh. My mother cried, and my father said I should probably leave, so I left, and I was shaken up for the rest of the week, but also regret. But also felt regret because I've never made my mom cry before. Later, my father sent me a message that was like, We are sorry you feel that way. Can we have a calm discussion about this soon? 
Even though I tried to, it's like I can't reply. This argument brought something very emotional up in me. Am I the asshole, asshole for hurting my parents over this? Especially since I've never brought it up before. This is hard, I think. Um, I don't think they're the asshole. I get where they're coming from. I get where they're coming from. I think it was an asshole thing to just... Blow up on somebody? Blow it up on them. But at the same time... Because, like, people uh, need to remember, their parents are people. They are also human beings. They're just people. And could they have gone about it? better yeah but and i'm not saying it's their fault for not voicing how they felt yeah because i also struggle with that but if it really bothered you that badly your parents aren't mind readers nobody can read your mind and be like yeah this is bothering you so you should have spoke up yes and but like i can understand like being hurt that like you always had these other people you didn't know around you made your mom cry bro another thing that kind of gets me here though like on the parent side of things Mm -hmm. is that the parents i feel like in a polyamory which okay i've never been in a poly relationship i'm gonna preface this with that um but i feel like in any relationship that's going to be romantic um, or, you know, very deeply personal like that. One of the things you do is introduce that person to your kids. So having partners there that you didn't introduce your kid to. Yeah. And they didn't even know that you had a kid or that there were more That's than one. That's the part that was like, Like, I definitely agree that the parents could have gone about it way differently. Yeah, definitely. Because it kind of, I don't know, I mean, I don't know their side of it or whatever, but it sounds like they had a lot of partners that they fooled around with, but less so... In a serious manner? Yeah. And um, nothing against polyamory. Not for me. But I don't have a problem with it for other people. Right. Um, I I don't get it because I have a hard time having one partner. Mm-hmm. Like, I love my girlfriend more than anything in this whole fucking world. It's obviously. definitely different strokes for different folks. But that's a lot to keep up with. And I feel like as a child, that would that would be so overwhelming. And confusing. And confusing, yes. Now... I will say that... Not saying polyamorous people can't have kids. Again, I've never been in a poly relationship, but I know a lot of people that have been or are in polyamorous relationships. And because there are so many people involved, it is really hard to keep things emotionally balanced. And then you throw kids into the mix, and it just... Kids that you don't even really explain before the whole shaming, Mm -hmm. you know? And then they come and they're like, got four little kids in there (laughs) you should have told me i hate kids you should have told me about this (laughs) or around those lines so i understand where op is coming from but again i feel like there's a theme here of therapy mental health and healthy communication absolutely hold on a second 
I prefer that over you noisily slurping your cup. (laughs) Well. You gotta, like, pop that in the mic. It's very ASMR. Wow, so feasy. (laughs) I can hear it, like, it's very clear. This is by Delilah Dino. And, uh, this is 11 months ago. Okay, I'm gonna just read the title and then I'll do a little bit of explaining. So the title is, Am I the asshole for dropping our dinner on the ground and walking out when my boyfriend asked me, What's for dinner tonight, bitch? So, I don't know if y'all know this, but not too long ago, probably around 11 months ago, there was a TikTok trend. And it was like this super white dude talking to his girlfriend. He's like, what's for dinner tonight, bitch? And she's like holding a plate and she's like, oh, we're having chicken Alfredo or something. Completely unbothered that he just called her a bitch. Sometimes these heterosexual men just be dumb as shit. Because then they started doing a TikTok challenge. And they would be sitting there and their wife or their girlfriend will have been working all day and then came home and cooked for them. And then when she brings the plate, they say, what's for dinner tonight, bitch? Just to see their reaction. Which is so shitty and pisses me off so much. Do I laugh about it? Do I watch the videos and just laugh my ass off? Yes, and I do that because it ends horribly for them. 10 out of 10 times. Every time. They're... Well, yeah. People have, like... they thought it wouldn't. Right. Why would you fucking say that to someone? <laughs> it's just a joke, bro. That is the stupidest fucking thing. Ugh. So, yeah, the what's for dinner, bitch thing is complete bullshit. And if you do it to your girlfriend, you're stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't make the rules. Okay. I was over at my boyfriend's apartment this weekend, and I was cooking dinner because he was studying for exams. You didn't read the title. Yeah. The what's for dinner, bitch? Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. Do you want me to restart? Yeah. Okay. The title is, Am I the asshole for dropping our dinner on the ground and walking out when my boyfriend asked me, What's for dinner tonight, bitch? I was over in my boyfriend's apartment this weekend, and I was cooking dinner because he was studying for exams. I made pasta and a chunky sauce with meatballs and veggies. I told him dinner was ready, and he goes, What's for dinner tonight, bitch? With, like, a lot of emphasis on the last word. I was fed up. I'd had a pretty rough day with work, and I have some awfully bad associations with that word being used by other people in my life who are pretty abusive. So I was so irritated that I dropped the pot of pasta sauce I'd been carrying right on the ground and was like, well, nothing's for dinner tonight now, and I better not hear you using that word again. It's for the girls. Hell yeah. It is for the girls. You're right, sis. He was freaking out about how sauce had landed on his rug, and he even said, you're seriously acting like a bitch right now. I don't know what else to call it. Uh, uh. <laughs> I just walked out and got takeout for myself and went to my friend's house, as you should. As you should. As you should. As you should. She thought it was funny, but my boyfriend was furious. He kept texting and calling and sending me voice memos, trying to explain that saying, what's for, what's for dinner tonight, bitch, was a TikTok trend. And that he was just quoting something as a joke to put on TikTok. Ugh, these men... <laughs> I thought that was the shittiest excuse ever. It doesn't matter if he saw it as a joke or stole the quote-unquote joke. It still is disrespectful. But it didn't change the fact that he thought that shit was funny to demean me when I was trying to do him a favor. Like, hell, I came over and he is studying to make a home-cooked dinner and he decides it's time for jokes. So I put my phone on Do Not Disturb for the night and split a bottle of wine with my friend and a roommate. The next morning, he was sending me angry texts demanding I clean his rug because he was too busy with exams to do it. 
I was shocked he left it overnight. That's disgusting. I texted her back saying, Yeah, so that's the bitch tax, honey. Leave me alone till you're ready to handle your own cooking and cleaning because this bitch isn't anymore. Also, it's vile you left that soaking in all night. Oh, shit. She told him, I guess. God dang. Right. He called me and told me he was okay with doing his own household work, but I did throw a pot of sauce at the ground, so that's on me to clean up. I told him, yeah, no, I'm not comfortable doing chores for you if you see me like your bitch. He told me he didn't and it was just a trend and I got pissed off. He was saying that TikTok trend BS excuse again and I told him, well, I'm starting a trend called saucing, whereas a little joke, people throw pasta sauce around. <laughs> you can't be mad because it's just a little trend, a little jokey joke, just a little prank, bro. <laughs> I love this girl. Right. <laughs> he got really pissed off and hung up on me, and now I'm seriously wondering if this dumb fucking TikTok joke is going to be the end of things between us. Am I the asshole for how I reacted when my boyfriend asked me what's for dinner tonight, bitch? Edit to address a comment I've gotten a lot, and I don't have the time to reply to every time. But did you tell him not to call you a bitch? Like, how would he know otherwise? Honestly, if someone has gotten to the age of 30 and not realized that women as a whole do not like having demeaning slurs used against them, they're beyond my help. This isn't something that needs to be told. I shouldn't have to go through life like, Hey man, just in case you were thinking I might like demeaning slurs against my gender used on me, I don't actually. Happy face. Wow. And if, <laughs> imagine that. Right. And if you were about to comment something like that, let me just tell you in no uncertain terms, women do not like being called bitches by men. Do not call women bitches. If you needed to be told that that is unkind, consider yourself officially told. Now you have no excuse to not, quote unquote, understand. Mm-hmm. In the first comment under it, by assistant manager is, we have to shut this one down to the due to the amount of uncivil comments. I'm gonna go off. <laughs> I'm gonna go off. Because so much of this makes me angry. Absolutely. Go off, sis. First of all, if I was cooking for a man and he said, what's for dinner tonight, bitch? I wouldn't have just dropped the pot. I would have dropped it on him. That saucing trend would have started on him. And honestly, like, good for you for standing up for yourself. And for being like, you don't get to call me that. It's for the girls. You do not have permission. And then... She was just like, I ain't even bothered. I'm going to go get some wine and hang out with my bestie. And we're going to laugh about this because you look stupid right now. But even whenever he... She was clearly like, yeah, I don't think that's funny. It's not a joke. What's funny about that? He just kept on, kept on. It's just a little joke. When men say it's just a little joke, or anybody does something to you and then just goes, it's just a joke. It's just a prank, bro. It's not. And people say, oh, if they say that, just go, how? How is it funny? Can you explain how that's funny to me? And while that may work, also, maybe just don't. Because you don't know if people are going to be violent to you. But this chick, like, I wish me and you were besties. Like, I wish we were friends. Because you seem cool as shit. And you're right. The word bitch is for the girls. That they had to comment, we had to lock this down because of the amount of uncivil comments. Because you're an asshole. I can only imagine what these comments look like. I imagine there was like a lot of angry dudes 
being like, well, it was a prank, bro. You should have cleaned up the sauce. It's not cool. He's a man. He can't clean up sauce. That's a woman's shop. Some <laughs> bullshit like that. And if you have hands and knees and arms and legs, you can get down and clean up some fucking sauce off your carpet if it's that much of a fucking deal. Absolutely. There's me saying that word again. Good for you, girl. Good for you. You know what? If I don't, if TikTok is the reason that your relationship ends because of stupid shit, so be it. Mm-hmm. So be it. Because he showed you his true colors with those dirty little nasty ass little comments and text and voice replies he sent you. Like he showed you. They'd just be showing themselves. Good for you. It's better to be single than struggling like that. Mm-hmm. Like you need to protect your peace. Anything else to add on that one? I just kind of okay. I just kind of took off on that. No, one. yeah, no. Um, dude's a dick. Yeah. I mean, sorry, he's the asshole. He's <laughs> the asshole. The poster is not sure. good for you, girl. That's that's what I mean. We're proud of you, women supporting women. Anyways, okay. So that was our. I said short little episode, but we've been recording this episode for fifty three minutes now. A lot of it's going to be cut, like cut out, like carved out, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's going to go to a deep, dark hole where no one ever finds it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is our second little Am I the Asshole episode, and we're going to be posting these probably all on the same day, um, depending on how long it takes me to edit. It might be like one a day that I do. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. But if you follow us, follow us on social media, on uh, Instagram, we are Devilish Podcast. You can just look for us on X or Twitter or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, we're Devilishly Pod. It's underscore Devilish Pod. Like you keep saying Devilishly. It's well, Devilishly Podcast is our Gmail account. So if you want to talk to us, you can email us at devilishlypodcast at gmail uh, we also have a website, devilishpodcast.squarespace.com. We have email forms. We also have, like, some important links for women's support, uh, mental health support. Uh, we just got stuff. We just got stuff on there. I have um, to go look at it and find out. Yeah. Uh, I try to post future episodes on there. Um, it's a work in progress because Squarespace's system with that whole thing is really wonky. And it, like... It it makes me do it like it's only going to be up for that amount of time. So it's like, oh, an hour on this date. And I'm like, no, forever. You can always find them. <laughs> um, we are so happy to get to record and talk to you guys again. And we really hope you guys like this. This is just a little thing we're doing. We are going to be coming back with like full length episodes for you guys. And scary stories and cryptids and monsters and whatever. like And like you said earlier, listener stories. Listener stories, yes. We are going to be doing listener stories. If you want to send us stories for that, hell yeah, we want to read them. Um, we're also planning some stuff for October. We have a lot of shit going on in October because mine and Tammy's birthday is in October. Uh, her dog Ruby's birthday is also in September, October, so she's a Libra with us. Uh, it's Halloween. We got a lot going on, but we want to do like a really, like, a really, I don't know, a good episode for you guys for Halloween or October because everybody knows Halloween lasts the entire month of October. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Like, that's just the rule. So if you're an October baby, like if you were born in October, you were born on Halloween. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. So that's going to be it for this one. Uh, we love you guys. Um, yeah, you just keep doing the thing. We hope, you know, your life is full of good stuff. And I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> I had a medicated gummy not too long ago. And boy, do I feel it. <laughs> I'm having a good ass time right now. My ass really hurts, but I'm in it. Like, had a happy time. This is so nice. Had a shit day yesterday. Anyways, we love you guys. And we just want you to know you're important. You matter. We want you here. Like, we want to chill with you. Whatever. Yeah, so remember, take care of yourself, brush your teeth, drink your water. You need to stay hydrated because I know you're not drinking enough water. <laughs> uh, make your bed if you want. I haven't made my bed in like 17 years. <laughs> Do what you want. Just take care of yourself, love yourself, and above all, hail yourself. So this is Nita. And Tammy. And Tammy. She's also here. She's playing with a paintbrush. Um, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I'm going to leave that in, actually. What? Uh, Moo Moo's also says bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>